What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. So, so give me a strategy that a trainer uh, should have, like one strategy, like when it comes to like building your brand, trying to become a, a trainer mm-hmm. in that social media field, like what is the strategy for someone? Um, so trying to build your brand, you, first of all, obviously build a brand, like have an idea of what you want to do. Mm-hmm. And as far as if you're trying to grow your social media following, be consistent with whatever you're pushing, whether it's content to grow your following, um, just whatever that is, like yeah. be consistent with it. Keep putting out workouts, keep giving value. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Don't don't go into it for money. Don't think money. Mm-hmm. Think about how can I give value to these people for free? Because when you can give value, people are just attracted to you and then they want to pay. Yeah, right. Yeah. But you have to give them value first. So mm-hmm. when I first started, I was just content every single before I could even before I knew there was money in this. Yeah. Right. I was hustling, going crazy. Two years, man, just no days off. I'm in the gym every single day, bro, just working before I knew that. You know, this was the thing. Like, I started, I'm one of the OGs in the game. Yeah. So I started a long time ago, man. When I started, we just working, 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 not knowing what could come out, out of this. And mm-hmm. then finally, like now, it's, it's the cool thing to do, right? Mm-hmm. Being an influencer is cool and you can make money off of it. But I, the strategy is, man, just keep giving out value, man. And then when you can give out value, people will will know that, all right, if I come to this person, I know I'm going to get this, right? Mm-hmm. And then after that, you know, they're willing to, to they trust you yeah. and they're willing to pay you for your services. Describe myself in two words, rich and unemployed. These stones cost two birds. Let it count it when she bored. Deposit hit chicks clearing ace. Nothing void. I know that ain't my ex college. Null and void. Where we going? Money going up. All right, welcome money to the Rich and Unemployed Podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Dubatai, aka Finesse. Call me anything, but don't call me broke. All right, before we get started, make sure you guys check out the Patreon and check out the website for the merch www.richandemployed.net. All right, man, so. I got a legend in the building. I would think he a legend. Um, this guy is like damn near the most consistent, uh, the most athletic. I'm going to try to hype you up as most I can. I need all of uh, it, bro. Um, um, <laughs> um, um, uh, I think he's the next big thing to Tyreek next to, like, the, for the dark-skinned man. That's it. Let me get hand clap, hand clap. Go ahead and introduce yourself, bro. <laughs> George Banfo, man, a.k.a. Sexual Chocolate. I'm in the building. Let's do this. Chocolate. Okay, I ain't gonna call you that. But, <laughs> all right. Um, for the people that don't know who you are, man, introduce yourself, brother. Yes, yes. So my name is George Banfo, um, Banfo. fitness influencer. Mm-hmm. Moved here. Well, I don't know. Do you want the long form? Everything, or just, whatever, okay. whatever. Moved here from Ghana, West Africa, at the age of twelve. Um, from Ghana, moved to Dallas, Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where I went to high school. That's where. I started playing football, mm-hmm. and football led me to the University of Houston. I played um, four years there, got a marketing degree, and um, then after I graduated, that's when uh, I worked in corporate for five years. I was in sales, and then from there, I met Ludacris randomly. It's a crazy story, mm-hmm. and then that's when I turned completely into fitness. But before I met Ludacris, I was building my brand via mm-hmm. social media and building my fitness brand. And then I happened to meet Ludacris and I left my corporate job and turned straight into fitness. But what did what did Ludacris have to do with like the pivot? Like what did he teach? What did he say? Um, so, like I said, I was building my fitness brand, right? Uh-huh. When I was when I was working corporate, I was in a sales job for about five years. So while I was doing that, about three years into corporate, I was like, man, this just is not fulfilling. So I yeah. started building my brand, right? Fitness um, type of apparel, uh-huh. um, just workout, and then, you know, selling um, programs, right? So yeah. I was doing that, and I kind of had like a sugar mama. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know about what this is. Gotta, gotta, gotta keep one of them. <laughs> I had a sugar mama who had uh-huh. me, you know, traveling all around, staying in these expensive ass places. <laughs> so uh-huh. in that, um, I happened to be in Miami at the time with this sugar mama situation. And uh, we was in this expensive ass hotel and, uh, you know, me staying committed and disciplined to the <clears throat> to the goal. Yeah. I was shooting content like at 8 a.m. Right. Mm. So me being in the gym, Ludacris happened to be in there. Mm. 
so I'm in there with him for like 30 minutes, right? He saw me recording content, you know, I'm going crazy. And he comes over to me and was like, yo, like, what's, what's this about? Why are you going so hard? Like, what's, you know, what's the deal? So that naturally kind of struck up a 20-minute conversation, you know, genuine conversation. Just asked me, like, what I eat, what I do to stay so lean, mm-hmm. things like that. And, uh, you know, we just exchanged information. Uh, he followed up with me, I think, like, two or three weeks later. Mm-hmm. Uh, just more fitness questions. Uh, and then finally, fast forward six months later, after just going back and forth with fitness questions, he asked if I could move to Atlanta and train him full time. And that's where I pivoted from, you know, working a sales job to becoming a, a person. This trainer. man asked you to pick up your shit and move yeah, to moves. Atlanta <laughs> to be his trainer. Yeah, bro. Wow. Crazy. Crazy story. <laughs> like, it, was, it was the most random, um, life-changing experience that I've ever experienced, right? And so far, man, it's been an amazing journey. Yeah. I've been on Fast and Furious movie sets. This was four years ago. Doing what? Just with him? Just, I'm just with him because, you know, it's, it's, it's in their budget to have, you know, yeah. trainers on, on set. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So Vin Diesel got his first trainer. Yeah. Tyree's got his own guy. Luda got Luda you. Got his, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> it's okay. all love, man. It was, it's was it been a great experience, man. I've been traveling the world. and How much did he offer to pay you? Um, I actually took a pay cut. Uh-huh. I actually took a pay cut to, to come. So initially I was like, yo, you know, I'm, I've been at this corporate job for five years I finally hit like the hundred K mark. Yeah. Um, you know, hundred K in money. Hundred K in money. Uh-huh. Right. I was making hundred K. So I'm like, man, if I leave this comfortable position to go chase his dream of becoming like a personal trainer, which yeah. is what I really wanted to do, uh-huh. you know, I'm, I'm losing out on half my pay. Mm-hmm. But what I didn't understand then was that, like, yo, that's one client. Mm-hmm. I could come out here and hustle right, right, and right. make up. The, the the amount that I was missing and even more, right. you know what I'm saying? I just had to be a hustler. So when it clicked, I was like, okay, like, I know I'm not going to, re- I could find another job, Facts. but I'm going to regret if I don't take this opportunity with Ludacris. Right, like, right, right. How many, what's the chance of you meeting Ludacris and right. telling you to come train him? Like, yeah. it was an opportunity that I just couldn't give up. So, you know, I did I you the pack up. How long did it take you to leave? Like, well, the minute he said, come on, bro, I knew what I was doing. Fuck the lease. Bro, fuck it. Hey, fuck everybody. I'm out. Fuck the girls. Hey, hey. <laughs> I'm out, bro. You know what I'm saying? I already understood the opportunity, bro. This is ludicrous. Yeah, like, yeah, it's a legend, sure. bro. Like, so, you know, I had to make that move, man. Take the leap of faith. And, uh-huh. you know, I just had a feeling that it'll, it'll work out. And so far, it's been one of the best decisions I've ever How, made. Wait, are you still his trainer now? Yeah. yeah still with Damn. Him. What year was this? This was uh, four years ago. Yeah, so 2019, 2019. is when I came in. Yeah. Man, that's a hell of a story, boy. Yeah, life bro. changing. Life changing, bro. And it's so been, since then, I mean, how many clients you got now? Um, so I can't really have too many clients because you know, like I'm exclusive to him, mm-hmm. and I'm usually always traveling, right? So I can't really have too many clients. So I like to have like five or six exclusive clients, including obviously Ludacris being uh-huh. my main guy, and then you know I service the rest of them online. Got you. Okay. I got some questions um, about because guys want to become trainers right slowly solely for the purpose of getting women having women training women um getting close to them you see you see the trainers in the in the video getting real close like yeah this is how you do it uh-huh just like that um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't your reason for becoming a trainer right no bro um no, but not. but how how fun is training <laughs> How fun is training women? <laughs> um, training women is, is fun um, because, mm. first of all, I feel like women are the best clients. Mm. Women. I believe it. Women pay more. Uh. Women are more apt to like show up and give you great effort. Mm-hmm. Men, for the most part, they see you doing something like, yo, I could do that shit. Like, yeah. fuck this nigga could do that. Right, I can't right, do right, it. Right, right. It's just the ego thing. Mm-hmm. But women are the best clients. So. To me, I definitely enjoy training women because, you know, they give me the, the best effort. They give you the best. They, yeah, right, right. And also, too, like, you could be eye candy to them mm-hmm. or they can like you for your workout. So there's so many ways to, to, to target women. Bad, bad, yeah, bad, bad. They're e- easy to work with. So do you make business with pleasure? No, I try not to. Real long and hard about that. <laughs> <laughs> try not to. I try bro. not to too. Like yeah, I try shit. not to. That's, it could get you in trouble. It, it fucks with the money. It does. You know what it I'm does. saying? Because if you got a client in 
She ended up getting you some ass. I'm not saying I do this. Now I don't want hey. Allegedly, <laughs> just allegedly speaking. She ended up getting you some ass. Like yeah. now you fucking up the money because right. she don't, you right. know, she might not want to pay no more because mm-hmm. she feel like right. you know, women feel the, like the, the day that you hit it, she, that was it's free now. It's free. It's my man. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And no, we gotta pay bills. You gotta right? pay bills. Yeah, I can't yeah, yeah. That, 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 that ain't gonna get the bills paid. Another thing, too, like let's just say you was dealing with a woman and then y'all fall off. Now it's like she gonna spread the word like, oh, he a fuck nigga. Like, yes, he just be trying to do this with women. So yes, I had the same mindset when it comes to the podcast. You know what I'm saying? Let yeah. me not touch them women. I get plenty of women outside of the podcast. Right. Let them be free lunch. <laughs> mm-hmm. So they can fuck up the bag. So yeah. Have you ever ran into that. an issue where a guy just ran up on you like, yo, you training my girl? Um, no, nobody's ever stepped up to me, but there was a situation where a guy like told me to train his girl, which I I don't think I would do that. If I had a lady, like I would find a female trainer oh, because, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I'm definitely like, not getting you, bro. No. Like, let me tell y'all that. Fuck you know This nigga you, walked in here. I had two girls in here, man. This he said it was business, but they over there in the corner, just talking shoulder to shoulder, all just like oh soft talking and shit. I'm like, hey, bro, that's my girl. He's like, oh, it's just business. They just kept going like yeah. just talking business, bro. You know what I mean? But yeah, what happened? Yeah, but uh, you know, I say um, if you have a shorty as a man, you know, with our ego, probably yeah. be better to have a female trainer just because, mm-hmm. like, bro, you want your lady. Having this one-on-one time with this trainer that has that has a perfect body, telling, come on now, attractive, <laughs> telling her what to do, you know what I'm saying? Tell her, spotting her, grabbing her hips, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It could it could get dangerous. It can, you know what I'm saying? You you don't want to put your significant other in that situation, right? Now I say that, but that doesn't mean that I'm not a professional. Fellas, send all your ladies to me, man. I'm right, gonna train right, them right. right, right. If you but, if you do want to train, if you do want to train, he's the perfect one for exactly. It. Mm-hmm. But I don't mix, you know, business with pleasure. But you know what I'm saying? Like I see why somebody would not want to send their mm-hmm. their girl to an attractive trainer because mm-hmm. first of all, we also got a bad name. Not for a sure. lot of trainers out here yeah, knocking yeah. off a lot of people. Uh-huh. I don't do that, mm-hmm. but I see why fellas would be like, nah. I want her that female trainer. Mm-hmm. Niggas just get into it just to get girls, not even for the bread. They right. probably how much? Do, how much is a regular training session like for monthly? Um, not somebody for like month, like somebody like like mediocre, like in the middle, like yeah. been doing this for like a year or something. Six hundred, six hundred a month, month. yeah, something like that. Five hundred, six hundred. Niggas to take the pussy and a hundred dollars a month. <laughs> That's all I need, baby. <laughs> Real talk. I didn't see that happen. They got to pay your rent. They got to pay your rent. Yeah, you got to get right. Let me ask you for on your on your journey of becoming who you are now. Um, in the beginning, uh, like how was it? Like was it was it slow? Like was it? Did it seem like you were headed to where you was headed? And like, how did you even stay motivated to keep going? Like through that process, like man, ain't shit ain't shit shaking right now. Ain't no money coming in. I'm training, doing all these videos every day. Yeah. So. I was blessed, bro. Like I said, I came in with Ludacris backing me up. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So money's always been good. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I see how, you know, like if you're trying to come in as just a trainer and trying to hustle, mm-hmm. like I see how things could be slow and like, you know, you could be a little bit discouraged. Mm-hmm. But there's definitely money in the profession, but mm-hmm. it doesn't just happen. Like you really have to grind and you really have to put the right, you know, strategies and, and, and marketing strategies together to make sure that you target the right clients and that you have enough clients to be able to support right. or, or to be able to pay your rent and, you know, make a living. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, you, okay. you gotta, you gotta figure all that out. So, so give me a strategy that a trainer uh, should have, like one strategy, like when it comes to like building your brand, trying to become a, a trainer mm-hmm. in that social media field, like what is the strategy for someone? Um, so trying to build your brand, you first of all, obviously, build a brand, like have an idea of what you want to do. Mm-hmm. And as far as if you're trying to grow your social media following, be consistent with whatever you're pushing, whether it's content to grow your following, um, just whatever that is, like yeah. be consistent with it. Keep putting out workouts, keep giving value. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Don't don't go into it for money. Don't think money. Mm-hmm. Think about how can I give value to these people for free? Because when you can give value 
people are just attracted to you and then they want to pay you, yeah, right? Yeah. But you have to give them value first. So mm-hmm. when I first started, I was just content every single, before I could even, before I knew there was money in this, yeah. right? I was hustling, going crazy. Two years, man, just no days off. I'm in the gym every single day, bro, just working before I knew that, you know, this was the thing. Like I started, I'm one of the OGs in the game. Yeah. So I started a long time ago, man. When I started, we just working, working, working not knowing what could come out, out of this. And then mm-hmm. finally, like now it's, it's the cool thing to do, right? Mm-hmm. Being an influencer is cool and you can make money off of it. But I, the strategy is, man, just keep giving out value, man. And then when you could give out value, people will will know that, all right, if I come to this person, I know I'm going to get this, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then after that, you know, they're willing to, to they trust you yeah. and they're willing to pay you for your services. Was there ever a point that you just wanted to give up? Like, man, fuck this shit. This shit ain't growing. Nah, never. Like I said, I came into it in a unique mm-hmm. situation. Oh, mm-hmm. actually, you know what? When I actually when I first started, man, um, in the beginning of things, because I played football, so I don't know if you've been around football players, but man, they're ruthless. So when I started trying to build my audience on social media, you know, and I'm taking pictures and I'm posting every day, right? And my boys is like, bro, what are you doing? Are you trying yeah. to be a model? Yeah. This is when this is before videos was was the mm-hmm. thing on IG, right? So, you know, I'm taking sexy pictures. I'm out the pool. I'm oiling myself up. <laughs> so it was crazy, bro. My boys was firing me up. Yeah. So naturally, I was like, bro, fuck this, bro. I'm not like my everybody talking about me. Like, I don't think this is it. So my my cousin was the one that kind of planted the dream. Like, yo, this is the future. Like, you need to be doing this. Mm-hmm. Right? So he was like, bro, fuck them niggas. They broke. Like, yeah. Understand the vision, understand what we're trying to get. Mm-hmm. Because in three to five years, you're going to be looking back and you're going to be here and they're going to still be broke, uh-huh. right? So I'm just glad that I had a cousin who was like, yo, fuck all of that. Like, understand where we're trying to go okay. and don't let this shit bother you and keep going, uh-huh. right? But in the beginning, I definitely wanted to be like, yo, this, this ain't it. Like, this is not me. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm over here being all sexy, got oil on my chest yeah. and shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo. And then... <laughs> It was a lot of gay brothers that was on me, like in my DMs. So I was like, bro, oh, you know, do what you want to do. But that wasn't me. Yeah. I'm attracting the wrong crowd. <laughs> <laughs> so now I'm, I'm, I'm like, bro, this is not it, bro. Like, I'm a football player, I'm a fitness guy. Like, I'm not, this is not the crowd I'm trying to attract. Right. So uh, I was like, bro, you know what? Maybe this is not it. Mm. But then I'm glad I had my, my, my cousin to be like, yo, mm. focus on the dream man. focus on the goal. Mm. And, you know, I'm glad I did because we're here today. <laughs> so should people have like a, a niche in it? So like some people might just focus on like just big people, like people that like at 300 pounds and need to drop a certain amount of weight. Or mm. some people just stick with women or some people like so, so you just have a niche like you stick with one group or should it just be. Uh, um, so. There's a quote that says, niches get riches, right? Niches get riches. Riches is in the niche. Niche, Right, right, right. With however it goes. So it's always good to find a niche, right? Right. But with me, I always want to keep myself open because I can't train everybody. Mm -hmm. I can't train the overweight person that's trying to overweight person that's trying to lose weight. Mm -hmm. Um, I can train the athletes, you know, Mm -hmm. young football players trying to get to the next level. I can train everybody, Mm -hmm. any and everybody. So I'm open for whatever, but if you could find a niche, like, I wish I had more women clients, you know what I'm saying? Because like I said, women are the best clients. Mm-hmm. They pay more, you know, they work harder, um, you know, all, all of that. Right. So I wish I had a better um, niche of, you know, just attracting women. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm open to, to whatever. Hmm. Gotcha. <laughs> this one post, you was, with, you was training with... Um this guy from Africa. Yeah. What's his name? Africa, Africa. Style of Africa. Style of Africa. Hey, man, that's motivation. Yeah. I see that. I was like, that's a great link up right there, bro. Shredded. Where you had to go to Africa to go see this man? <laughs> so. The deep um, parts of Africa. Yeah, yeah, we in the jungles yeah. of Africa. Nah, so I'm, I'm African. I'm Ghanaian. So I, I don't know if I said it before, but I moved in when I was 12 years old. He is too? He is. He's, he's in Ghana oh, right now. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so naturally, I moved in when I was 12 years old. So anytime where. I get to go back and first of all see my family, yeah. get to be with my people. Now I'm kind of deemed a celebrity because shit been going well yeah. on my IG. So they know you in Africa. They know me, bro. The love I got in Africa was crazy. 
Like, like not I'm rapper like, status where people are just like flooding you. No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> I'm not that famous. Okay, okay, okay. But uh, a lot of people recognize me. And yeah. I did a little boot camp out there. And, you know, the people that came, they show love, man. It made yeah. me feel good. So I was like, yo, this is definitely what I want. Especially, I want, I've always wanted to do something for my people. I've always wanted to, to come to America, become successful. Yeah. And be able to bring something back home to my people. That's always been my goal. That's been on my heart. So just getting a little taste of it. Man, I, I felt amazing, but that's why I was in Ghana. And then I saw that, you know, style of Africa. He's like one of the ones that was coming up yeah, from where I'm yeah, from. Yeah. So, you know, when I went back home, I definitely had to link up with him. Yeah, man, you yeah, know yeah. what I'm saying? That was a great link up, bro. Bro, yeah, bro. just cut the fuck up, man. Bro, that's the only nigga that made me feel like, yo, I got to get my shit together. And how? <laughs> nigga, you love <laughs> this together. What? The only nigga that was like, bro, what the fuck? But, bro, you know, he's, he's Muslim. He told okay. me that he was eating like, well, he has one meal a day. And the way he works out, man. I think at that at, when I went back in Ghana, I think it was like Ramadan. So nigga was just shredded because he was eating one meal a day, and he was just and and the region that he's from in Africa too, like they're like the warriors of of, of the African tribe. Look like a fucking warrior. So his genes is crazy. Like you don't oh. see too many six three niggas, no waist, abs. That shit crazy, crazy. bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So he he's he special. And he he hasn't been like that for a long time. I seen a picture where he posted a few years ago, like. He, he wasn't. He was ashy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like starving. Literally, so he, he just started. <laughs> my God, shout out style up Africa. So man. he had just started training. Just started. Just started. Man, yeah. no fucking way. He just started, but like, like I say, man, that we got great genes. Mm-hmm. So you just gotta be a little bit consistent, man. You gonna, yeah. you gonna. What's that thing? You gonna get um, I think it's Ghana. Every it's one. It's around Christmas. Yeah. Everybody go to Ghana? Ghana's lit right now. Yeah. Around Christmas, yeah. You go every year or how do you go? Um, nah, I try not to go around Christmas because it's, it's too much. Uh, you know, right. when I go, I'm going to see family. I'm yeah. actually from there, so. To chill. To chill, bro. See family. Mm. Calm moves. You know what I'm saying? Um, but but if you guys want to go to Ghana, bro, December's the time to go. That's, mm-hmm. you know. So I think we started in 2019, the year of the return. The president of Ghana started oh. the year of return. And, and it was like an initiative to get all the... African Americans to come back home. You know, oh. we wanted to make it a thing to be like, yo, mm-hmm. we understand slavery and all the bullshit that happened, right? So mm-hmm. we want to open up Ghana to welcome you guys back home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So we started that and that just kind of blew up. So now, and also too, Ghana's good people, it's safe. I've heard. Compared to Nigeria, Nigeria's kind of rough right mm-hmm. now, but you know, Ghana's safe, good people, good food, good vibes. So, you know, just naturally it, it, it made it the place to be. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, hey. Go check out Ghana, man. That's the Go check out Africa. Go check out Africa. Yeah, it's beautiful, Africa, bro. Yeah. Okay, back to this one meal a day. So, can I bulk up with one meal a day? Can you bulk up with one meal a day? You probably, depends on what your goals are. But to answer your question, you probably can't have the best bulk of one meal a day. Because uh-huh. naturally, to, to bulk, you have to be in a calorie surplus. Mm-hmm. Right? You have to be eating more. Mm-hmm. So, I think... Speaking of style up, his goal is just to be shredded. He's naturally gonna have big arms, big chest, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But he just wants to be shredded. Mm-hmm. But one meal a day is probably, I know for a fact, it's not gonna get you the, the, the results that you need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what type of workout regimen do I have to be on? Like to be like you or him? Yeah. Like, do I gotta work out seven days a week? Damn near. <laughs> so listen, when I went to prison, I came out of prison, bro, like cut, not. Yeah. It's cut as a view, but yeah. I was definitely cut up. Had an eight pack. I w- we were doing nothing but catastatics, push ups, uh, pull ups, squats. Okay, okay, we did okay. that. I did that for a year or two. Burpees and shit. Yeah, yeah, burpees. Did yeah. that hot summer. You know what I'm saying? I came out looking ripped, and I yeah. lost it all because I wasn't consistent enough. Yeah, but yeah. It was. I seen guys in prison that look just like you. Mm. We eating the worst of the foods, and we only got fucking push ups and pull ups. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, but it's harder to do that on the streets because. It's way more harder to do that type of workout. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Ways to get you there faster. But what type of workout regimen I got to be on, bro? Um, so, to bulk, you have to be lifting heavy weights. Heavy. So, I like to say heavy weights. So, less reps. Go heavy up as on possible. The load. Exactly. Heavy right? as possible. So, you want heavy as possible to failure. But, you know what I'm saying? And, 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 and smaller reps. Uh-huh. You see what I'm like saying? Five. I'll say Five to eight. Five to eight. And then actually, eight might be a little too much. So, yeah, but like 
three, three to five actually. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, but you actually pushing heavy weights. Mm-hmm. You pushing yourself. You know what I'm saying. And then, you know, you definitely loading up on on your calories. Do I gotta spend like hours in the gym? So it's gonna be like five workouts type shit. Cause I be seeing motherfuckers in there all day, three four yeah, hours. You don't you don't have to be in there for hours if you have the right plan. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Cause if you're doing the right things, bro, you you don't have to be in there for hours. You might be in there for an hour. Mm-hmm, you know what I'm saying? Like let's say like a, a solid leg day for me. You you're gonna be in there an hour, hour mm-hmm. and a half, sometimes mm-hmm. two hours. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? For you to really get the work that you that you need to do you ever skip leg get day? to where you need to get. Nah. Never skip leg day. You can't skip leg day. Can't. Fellas, you tell them, tell them, tell them, tell them, niggas, like, man. Y'all want to just do chest and arms, biceps, triceps all day. Get your ass on that squat rack and lift heavy. You can't skip leg day, bro. Can't you don't even look pro- pro- proportional. Nah, that, you shit, know what that mean? shit look crazy. Like Especially when you wear the shorts. Yeah, you, know, you be you like this. And then you can't even wear the hoochie daddy <laughs> shorts. Like, stop playing, bro. You definitely can't skip leg day. And also, too, like, when you go crazy on legs, your whole physique look better, right? Because legs is the most taxing. You're going to burn the most calories. Um, you're going to be stronger as a whole yeah. when you train legs, when your legs are strong, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I like to, to tell everybody, like, yo, focus more on legs and then do the other stuff too. Yeah. But legs is where you really want to focus on. Okay, how do you work out? What is Are you working out Monday through a Saturday? Monday, Wednesday? I work out every day, bro. Some. Most days, twice a day. And some sometimes I take Sundays off. There's no hope. Yeah, I'm working out every day, bro. But you gotta understand, I'm right. I'm on another level. He's on I've been doing level. this shit for a long time. Okay, when you be when you be doing the content on Instagram, you really don't be working out. It just be like, let me just show these niggas the pump. No, 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 no. I'm glad you asked that. Cause that's what it be looking like. like look, <laughs> niggas just set up a tripod. Let me do five yeah. pumps of abs. All right, yeah, this is so what you're supposed to do. Get I, this. I, I actually hate that. I hate people that just Cap. Record content, just five reps. And say, nah, like when I work out, I usually record like my last set. So you can really see. Um, I've been accused of using baby oil because I be sweating. That's you know what, what it looked like, too. <laughs> nah, bro. Like I really, I, I, I make sure that I record my last set because I want people to feel the work. Right. And if you've seen any of my content, you can see my face. Like I'm not fucking nah, it, it, like, yeah, really, I think you'd be capping. I swear to God. Nah, oil. bro. <laughs> I don't like that. That's fake to me. You know what I'm saying? I want people to feel the realness of my uh-huh. content, man. So I'm, I really go hard. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And I'm, uh-huh. I'm really pushing it because I want the viewers to be motivated. Be like, yo, this nigga, mm. let me get my ass in the gym. Nah, this y'all be going hard, crazy. especially like the ass when y'all be like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm trying to go crazy. Yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah, bro. It's real work. Um, oh, wait, 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 wait. What was the question? What was the question? Um, 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 God damn, that was a good question too. Anywho, oh, break down like your revenue streams outside of training. Mm-hmm. Like, where does the money come from being who you are? Okay, I don't want people in my pockets. They, not how much? Just like, cause I want people to understand. Like, okay, if you if you become in your status, mm-hmm. like. It's it's above training people now. You right, know what I'm saying? Right, like you got a brand, and people want to do business with you. Exactly. So how like how are you bringing in? Yeah, so I have sponsorships. So the first sponsorship I got was so let me let me backtrack. So I came up during COVID. Yeah. Right. So I had like 10k followers, and but but at the end of COVID, I was at like 250. Hey, that's what I think. That's why I found you like around two hundred. Yeah, because yeah. I, I think everybody was on their phone when I was yeah. doing the in-home workouts. Yeah, she I was going crazy. That, yeah, yeah. yeah, so that's when my first sponsorship uh, deal came, and it came from Gymshark. Um, right, so they're paying me a few grand. Okay, mm-hmm. monthly, monthly. Mm-hmm. Yep, and then um, so after Gymshark, C four came. That's an energy drink company. Gymshark uh-huh. is a apparel company. Mm-hmm. So then uh, C4 came. It's an energy drink company. Obviously, you know, they they, they came and they, they show love as well. And then aside from that, I get like one-off deals. You know, sometimes somebody reach out to you. Yo, I want you to, to do something with my whatever, mm-hmm. right? And I'm going to give you, I've had deals that's worth like 50 grand, 30 one-off, grand. One-off? one-off, one-off deal. Just one post. You know what I'm saying? Like it was, it, at one point, sponsorship, sponsorship deals was going crazy. So 
being an influence is definitely lucrative. 50 bands? 50 bands, bro. Just to hold this shit and say, <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, bro. That's dope. Yeah. So from there, um, I have an app. I had I sell workout programs. Um, I sell my own merch. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? What else? And then one-on-one training. You do you do virtual training? I like do virtual group training sessions. As well. Group sessions. And then I have a I do challenges mm-hmm. as well, which is, you know, I train people virtually. Um, and then also too, like I have a obviously I can't be everywhere at the same time. Mm-hmm. So I train people on Zoom. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. that's that's a, that's another bag and stuff. With all the stuff that you do, um, do you have like time to like for yourself? Uh, if you if you work out twice a day, yeah, training motherfucker, virtual training, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. You know? it's a lot. Mm-hmm. It, can, it can be a lot. So you just have to um, have a schedule, tight schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to be disciplined and sticking to the schedule. So you have to create time for you know other things in your life. But that's what I'm. That's what I'm trying to get better at. Because sometimes I'm just so focused on what I got to do, yeah. all the things I need to do, it takes away from relationships and you know calling family members that, and things like that. That goes into my next question. Yeah. How does that affect like your relationship? It affects it, but whoever I'm with, you got to know. Like, mm-hmm. as a man, this is. I can't be in love if I'm broke. I can't be in love if my my career is not going in the right direction. Like, I don't even have the capacity to love you, sweetheart. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you have to understand, like, you have to support me in what I'm doing. Because if this shit is not in order, I don't have the space to even, mm-hmm. you know, have time for you. I can't be lovey-dovey. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm here. I feel you know that. I, mean? I feel that. I say the same thing. Yeah. I feel like everybody should be like that. You know what I mean, you broke, bro. If you ain't got your shit going together, why are you why, even? Why are you in love? Why are you like, even thinking you about? Should, it? You shouldn't even be worried about money. Yeah, you like, shouldn't be. But get your money right, man. How old are you? I'm 32. 32. Yeah. But you're not married. I'm not married. You plan no. on getting married? Definitely, definitely. I feel like you know the highest form of a man is being a husband and you know raising a family, yeah, family yeah. doing all of that. So um, it's definitely high on my list. I definitely want to be a good husband, good father, mm-hmm. all of that. In, in Ghana, they don't uh, they don't have multiple wives out there? They do. The, the Muslims. Muslim. Yeah, the Muslims have multiple tribes. Like, You're not Muslim. I mean, Muslim, multiple tribes, multiple wives you don't right, wanna, in their tribe. You don't want to be Muslim? I definitely want to be Muslim. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't try that, but it didn't go over very well with, uh, <laughs> with the people I was talking to. But uh, yeah, if I, if I could be. But you know, also too, like going back to your career and mm-hmm. you know having your money in, in order, like you can only have multiple women if your bag is right, because you have to take care of each and every one of them. Mm-hmm. You know, you buy one uh, a Gucci purse, you got to buy all of them a Gucci purse. You know what I'm saying? So it's low key kind of play it because yeah. if you can afford. You can afford five wives. That means you that guy. You that guy. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I think it's 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 a westernized ideal to have one woman. But you finna get me trouble. No, let's hear. Let's hear. I mean, it's just an idea. It's just a thought. You know, it's a thought. It's a thought. It's a westernized thing because mm-hmm. like through our civilization, like the top tier guys always had multiple concubines. Throughout history. Through our history. You know what I'm saying? Like through our history, that was the norm. So I don't know how, you know, we we just made it. I don't even know who came up with. I don't rules. know where it came from. Where it came from? Um, who said that having one woman is the way to to go? But obviously, I respect it. Yeah, we, we respect it. We respect, <laughs> respect it. it because this is our reality. Whoever came up with this shit, thank right. you. Right, right, right. Thank, thank you for you. changing. Thank, thank you, you for you know what I'm saying making it <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying because we was stripping back yeah, then. You know what I'm yeah, yeah, but, but you know back mm. in the day, man, you know the top dogs had all of them. Yeah. You know, and I feel like you feel like you top dog. I feel like I'm top dog, and I, you know, I feel like I'm top dog too, man. But I don't want to get in trouble. So right, I'm keep right, my thoughts right, 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 right. <laughs> <laughs> so you single? Nah, I got a lady. I like that, man. I like that for you. I like that for you. You got any kids? No kids. Mm. No kids. Oh, what's up, bro? You like a, a unicorn out here, bro. Yeah, that's what I like to think, bro. Yeah, unicorn. You know what I'm saying? I, you know. Because you can have the money. Yeah. You can have the status. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, you can have women, but once you add the body aspect in it, now you just a well-rounded person. You got everything together. Because every because a man, they can have like three out of the, whatever many I just right. said. They can have some of them, but they ain't got all of them, bro. And right, you right. got them all. I'm trying, I'm trying to check every box. My goal is to always, you know, be a well-rounded man, which is why, like, now, like, I'm, even the more I read, the more I become, um, the, more, the wiser I get, the older I get. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to be a well-rounded man. Not only do I want to have my career in order and have money, you know, I want, I do want to be a good husband and a good father. Yeah, yeah. Right? Because I'm looking up to people like Ludacris. Now that I'm, you know, I work with him, uh-huh. I see the type of life that he has, right? Yeah, yeah. Great father, right? Discipline. Mm-hmm. I see him spoil his wife. I see how he is with his kids. Mm-hmm. The nigga got a private jet. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Got a fat ass crib, multiple cribs. Yeah. And I'm seeing it and I'm like, bro, this is it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. This is what the ideal man, this is what this is what I need to be like. Right. right? right so right. it just it just puts a fire into me to be like, bro, you know, you you, you need to push harder. And also too, like I train him every day. So yeah. Seeing the calls coming, I'm seeing how busy he is, bro. Yeah. And I also went on tour with him, did the Janet Jackson tour. Uh-huh. And bro, the level of work and you know all the responsibilities that he has. Like I'm on tour, I'm tired, napping, yeah. and I don't have to do a show. Right, and he's right. going, bro. I'm like, bro, how do you do this? Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? You way busier than anybody that I know. You work hard. You come in here. You give me a solid hour and thirty minutes because he, you know, I don't know what it is about successful people, but whatever in everything that they do, they go 100. percent you know what I'm saying? He's my most successful client, and he comes in there and gives me everything he has every single day. He don't take days off, like you know, unless he has something important to do. Yeah. He, he's coming in and give me everything he got. So it's just like, bro. And I have clients that just won't even show up because they mm-hmm. just don't feel like it. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, bro, this is this is it, man. This is this is what I strive to be like. Right, right, you know what right, I mean? Right. You need that motivation too, like 100. That's that's. If you see it daily, if you if you can get an example for, or a taste of it, mm-hmm. you know, like if I'm around my homies every day, we just chilling, smoking weed all day, like shit, this is normal. Right. And this is ludicrous normal life, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I get it. You you gotta really see somebody doing it to doing really it. get a, 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 an example. Doing it, bro. Hmm. At, a, at another level. I think that people that, um, with ludicrous, like he wants to keep what he has, you know what right. I'm saying? And people that are trying to get there, it's like, the dream is so far fetched. It's like, man, I'll take a day off. I, mm-hmm. I'll bullshit. But the people that are rich, they want to stay rich. They want to stay healthy. They, they want to keep it. They right. want to keep this shit. So it's just about like staying disciplined and keep going. I don't mm-hmm. even think it's the workout. I think it's the workout just being disciplined. It's a mindset. It's a mindset. It's a like mindset. if I can do this, especially in the morning, I can conquer the rest of the day. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. But you also have to understand like he's. He got friends like Vin Diesel. Yeah, that's different. <laughs> Kevin Hart. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so when you yeah, around them yeah, guys, is really doing yeah, it at yeah, a different yeah, level. Yeah, it's yeah. like, bro, you know what I'm yeah. saying? It's going to make you step your game up. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So association is everything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You've been on a set of Fast and Furious. Um, yeah. Like, were you the whole movie? Yeah, Fat, Fast 9. So I Fast came nine. in at Fast 9. Yeah. Yeah, bro. And I saw the whole thing. You shot. You met The Rock? The Rock wasn't in 9. He wasn't in 9. Yeah. I met him. That was my first time meeting Vin Diesel. Yeah, yeah. so The Rock wasn't in nine. But I think he's going to be in the next one. I think he's going to be in the next one. Yeah, you know, they got like 15 of them. Yeah, <laughs> I need to meet The Rock. I know that's a motivation. I, def- I definitely want to meet The Rock. That's how on my list, bro. So I met Kevin Hart. Mm-hmm. Cool dude, bro. Genuine. Like, mm-hmm. yo, it's a lot of... I met a lot of celebrities, bro. And it's a lot of them that's, you know... But the... the what that mean? I, it's just, you know... Weird. It's just weird. Tripping. Yeah, okay, okay. Weird energy. Like, they yeah. on their high horse. Yeah, we said this out of yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. they that high horse, bro. Yeah. But you know, guys like Ludacris and uh, yeah. Kevin Hart, real genuine brothers. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, you know, they're here, but they don't act like right, right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? They want to come down to your level and, yeah. and show love. What about know? celebrity women? They try, they try to come at you. Celebrity women. <clears throat> we can't talk about that on this show. No, they ain't got to say no names. But like, <laughs> or is it like you know? Um, you know they gotta be fuck that. I ain't got nobody. Well, I, a little bit, but and they, and they, you know, you know, celebrity women's are, you I'm know, about, they got eyes too. I'm gonna I, just keep it right yeah, there. Yeah, they got eyes too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to get in the gym, bro. No yeah, care. Bro. If I add fitness, you know, like to my brand, it's gonna take it to another oh, level. Level, bro. But man, that shit is just—it's like so many fucking distractions in this world. What was distracting? 
Man, women, bro. Women. I go to <laughs> I go to sleep late as shit. You know what I'm saying? Like two or three in the morning. Wake up at like I try to wake up at eight, but I wake up at like nine, ten. Bullshit for like an hour, and then I get my day started. And then by the time I get my day started, everybody else up. They calling. I got meetings. I got all type of shit to do. Yeah. It's like ah, I work out tomorrow. Yeah. What time you work out? What time you wake up? I wake up at four fifteen. Nigga ain't got no hope out here, bro. Hold I wake on, up bro. at four fifteen in the morning. What time you go to sleep? I wake up at four fifteen. I try to be in bed at like ten thirty, but it, like. Most most nights I'm getting in bed at eleven, so it's a struggle. Don't get me wrong. Waking up at four fifteen is like most days. I'm like, fuck, bro. Yeah, this shit is tough. But if I let me waking up defeat me first thing in the morning, oh, the rest of my day is gonna be shit. So it's a mental thing. Like I'm mm-hmm. like, bro, you would not. Let's go. So sometimes I just lay in the bed for like five minutes, get my mind right, and be like, yo, get up, bro. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So I give myself five minutes to mentally like get myself up. And then the minute I climb out of bed, I go take a cold shower, and it's time to go. Cold shower every morning. Cold every morning. How long the cold shower? Three minutes. Yeah, I try to do like sixty seconds. Like yo, yeah, two to three minutes, bro. I'm I'm in there, bitch. I I hate it. I hate it. (laughs) You know, it's all about this. Like I'm trying, I'm trying to build up that muscle every single day. Uh That's uh why I do wake up at four fifteen. That's why I do take those cold showers. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's why I go work out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because all these are all the things. Those that three suck. things, yes. Those three. So if I'm right able there. to conquer that, yes. bro, I'm good for the rest of my day, bro. I'm, I'm can't nothing defeat me. I needed that. I needed to hear that. Yeah, bro. And, and then you, you sharper. So then when I come home after workout, I meditate. I do my reading. You know, my morning routine is tight. Uh-huh. So by the time I get with my first client, bro, I'm I'm cruising, bro. Because right, I already right, right. took care of like uh-huh. you know the the heat of my day. Yeah. Damn. Okay. So at four fifteen, what time do you get done with all of that? Like meditating, reading. What time does that stop? Uh, probably by eight thirty. Get everything done, and everybody still sleep. Everybody still sleep, or they just waking up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my first client's probably around like eight thirty. Okay. The yeah. first order of business to take my ass to sleep early. Yeah. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Because if you don't, you're not gonna be able to wake up. It's so tough. Do you go outside? Like, you gonna be in the clubs? Not, not when I'm in Atlanta, unless you know somebody's having a birthday or yeah, you know something like so that. Special. So I, I get my fix of going out when I'm on tour, when I'm moving around with Luda. Yeah. Because wherever we go, we we are the part. You know what I'm saying? We are the show. Mm-hmm. And the experience I have with that, Versus I'm not finna come back and stand in line and. Right, oh, right. Like, stand at the bar, <laughs> yeah, be. I stand at the bar like we just we just got VIP treatment. I'm not I gonna come back. You. So I when I'm home, you. bro, I'm chilling. You know I what I'm saying? Because I'm usually on the road traveling. You know what I'm saying? I feel moving, that. moving with the big boys. We in PJs. We get off. We in uh, Rolls Royce to take us to the next place, and then wherever we go, we the show. So every you know all the. Win, man, everything. But we the show. We, we coming yeah, to perform. Yeah, yeah. Right, right, so it was right. a crazy experience. So I'm not going to leave that and come stand in line and fucking magic sit. I'm fucking not doing crazy. it, bro. I come home, I rest, and yeah. I wait to the next, you know what I'm saying, situation. Uh-huh. I love that. I love that, bro. You yeah. know what? Fuck outside. <laughs> Real talk, bro. I need to really, like, I am disciplined, but it's a muscle. You got to keep working on it to Absolutely. build it and get it stronger, bro, because this is a lot of areas that I lack in, like waking up early. And sometimes I'll be looking at that coach, I'll be like, nah, tomorrow, bro. <laughs> I can't do it, dog. Yo, have you tried a coke lunch? No, nah, not yet. I do my, my ankle assessment. Yeah, that's another level, bro. If you could get in that ice water for about two to three minutes, you're going to be a different monster. And there's so many benefits, man, that comes with that, bro. Like, if guys, if you guys haven't adopted the code therapy, bro, you, you gotta add that to your day, man. It makes you mentally strong. After a workout, right? After, before. Well, it's a great recovery. Right. You know what I'm saying? Method. But if you do it in the morning to start your day, it wakes you up. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Just there's so many benefits to, to it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I always try to challenge people to do it. But how often do you do that? Uh I try to. I'm, I live in an apartment, so <laughs> I don't really have the coat up. But I, you know, in football, we used to do it after yeah, yeah, training. Yeah. Um, so, like now, I just do the cold showers. Yeah, it's a place up the street. Um, my homie trying to get me to go to do the little plunge shit, man. Bro, the plunge is life changing. Yeah, bro, I'm telling you. Like, and I, I used to do it. You know what I'm saying? Because I had like a little, um, 
I had like a sponsor who sent me the coat tub. Yeah. And I, I did it for a few days. Um, bro, and it was it was just how I felt, bro, and just how much sharper I was and how awake I was. Mm-hmm. Bro, I was like, yeah, this is I see why people all the successful people are doing this. Hmm. And it makes you look younger, man. Does it? Yeah. It's a lot of health benefits to um to, to cold therapy. Do you drink liquor? Yes. Yeah. I do. Everything in moderation though. Anything in moderation. You know what I'm saying? Everything in moderation. But yeah. I you know, I work out, but I'm not like one of these guys that's just like, I don't drink, I don't eat this, I don't nah. Do you smoke? I smoke sometimes. sometimes. It's everything no, in moderation. You know? No, my mom might eat it. Okay, bro. okay. You know, I'm, I'm African, bro. Gonna so <laughs> <laughs> give me trouble. Okay. I just want to know your vices, cause yeah, you know, nah, like I, I on the gram, it. like it, it it just gives a perfect right picture. You right. know, like everybody got vices. You know what I'm saying? Like everything has just to be in moderation. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Even when it comes to women and pussy, like moderation like i don't want 10 women you know what i'm saying i can stick with just one bro girl. that's too much it bro. is too much you can't even do what the fuck you trying to do no bro because like, women want to hang out at night you know what i mean they want to chill during the day so if i got 10 of y'all yeah i'm be looking at my phone all day responding to texts and shit nah but i don't even know how you could be successful with that many women okay like for you to get to the next level in life bro you almost have to cut all of them you might have to just find you a solid chick yeah either it's- one or none Exactly, which is why I say the highest form of be, being a man is being a husband. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You got one, no distractions. She's mm-hmm. helping support you and whatever you got going on, taking care of home. Mm-hmm. That makes you a better man. You could go out and you can attack and you can hunt. You right, know what I'm right, saying? Right. It just makes you it makes you a much better man because you know you're just focusing on one thing. Right? Mm-hmm. You giving out your energy. You know, fucking women too. You giving out your energy. Yeah, it's a lot of energy. I got to text you. I got to. Bro, it's too much. Time, time. energy, my, it my is, sperm. Bro. It's sperm. a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> giving away too much, man. You're giving so away fellas, too much. Mm-hmm. Keep that, man. Semen retention. You, you know what I'm saying? That? Focus on your goal. You ever tried that? I lasted for three weeks. Three weeks. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> three weeks, bro. Hey, I swear to I'm God. Weak. I was on like a 90-day, <laughs> a 90-day, like, uh, one of them. And I lasted like, bro, like, like four and a half. Four that week, week, bro. Yeah. I was telling chicks, nah, nah, nah. And then I was just like, man, fuck it, just one time. <laughs> fuck it, man. Hey, what's up, though, brother? That's tough, bro. Um, bro, you seen the uh, you seen the list? Not my list. The list of the women that they said that a list that dates you can't go on. Yeah. Um, they had Waffle House on there. They had Starbucks. They had the gym. The gym. You can't go to the gym. Do you? You ever took a woman on the first date? Well, to the that gym? used to be my first line. Damn. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Come to the gym. But, you know, I don't... That's not a client. Right, right, right. You know <laughs> right, 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 right. I don't do that with yeah, my right, clients. Right, but right. if it's just somebody, you know, meet me at Come the gym. Because it's the same type of thing. I'm, you know, I'm feeling you out. Like, yeah. Are you somebody that I even want to waste my time with? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because through a, a session, I could know everything I need to know. I could yeah. ask the right questions uh-huh. to even be like, yo, do I want to proceed with this? Did that ever stop you from getting a woman going to the gym on the first date? It's never stopped me. I don't even know why they, you know what I'm saying? Why is that on the list? Mm. I feel like those are good habits. You need to take somebody yeah, to the gym. Yes, yes. I think I think <laughs> a few of them like Starbucks. That's somewhere that's light. You know what I'm saying? I don't got to go heavy in my pocket, spend two, three hundred on the first date. I don't even know you. The coolest, let's go over this on, on some coffee or something. Oh, shit, bro. Like, bro, first of all, why do you need to do all that? For the first day, if I'm trying to meet you, we should do coffee and go Tell to me. a park. Yes. Like, yeah. what am I spending all this money for? Mm. Mm. Like, bro, mm. you you haven't you haven't met these women in Atlanta that that try shit like that. Bro, they can't try it on me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm the wrong one. You ain't never had. A, I ain't like, even gonna take you serious. You never had a girl ask like for you to pay their rent like first week. They know better. They know better. I won't. I don't even like like. I won't even attract the attractive type of women. Yeah, bro. Uh-huh. You want me to pay your rent? Um, not so, your, I'm not so sure. So you're not attracted to strippers. No, that's my problem. You like strippers. It's the ass. I be meeting strippers. Crazy. I don't even be knowing they strippers until I and we get in conversation like, yeah, I dance. <laughs> Should have known. What kind of dance? Ballet? I already know. <laughs> I already know what kind of dance. I ain't even got ass. Like, uh, yeah. Mm. But strippers probably fun though. No, they are. I didn't yeah. say that. Yeah. Oh, hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> Did not say that. 
I it's do. the reason why all the rappers fuck with. Yeah, them. I like strippers. They yeah, fun women. They you know what I'm saying? They, yeah. they know what they doing. That's why I keep them at. Yeah. Um, you got any questions for me? Uh, yeah, but I was, I was gonna ask you, like, you know, how did you get started with this whole thing? And you know, this is obviously one of my favorite podcasts. You know what I'm saying? That's why I, that. I wanted to come on. You know, how you started and you know, successful. That. So how did how did you build it up to this point? <clears throat> I want to say consistency because um, that that's the real bread and butter of it, man. Because yeah. I could have started and I could have stopped. You know, a lot yeah. of people start podcasts every day and they, they don't make it. They get to the third episode like, damn, it's ain't catching no traction. Right. And I think for me, I was, I think I put myself in a good position where when I started my first episode, it wasn't like the biggest or the best, but it got people like questioning like or in tune like damn what the hell this is damn the background nice the whatever you got going on is cool so mm-hmm. you know before this i was i was a cameraman i already understood cameras like it just kind of went, went hand in hand so like you was a football player mm-hmm. and i'm pretty sure if you wasn't a football player you probably wouldn't be a trainer True. he was already on the weights he was already looking good so it yeah. was just really like this second nature i could do this shit in my fucking yeah, sleep facts, so this is facts. really me doing this in my sleep i could just mm-hmm. set this up by myself i could sit on this mic edit everything by myself and mm-hmm. It just went. So if I never became a, a cameraman, did videos and photographers, I used to do this nigga videos back in 2013. You know what I mean? Oh, that's wild. Get paid like $150, bro. Yeah. Get paid nothing back then, bro. <laughs> Damn. And yeah. And when I when I went to prison, it just it I was like, you know what? I want to be on the other side of the camera. I know how to make people look good. Let me make myself look good. Yeah. Let me turn myself into a goddamn whatever this this thought was in my head. Yeah. And I just got out of prison and went for it. So so why did you go to I don't know if your mommy asked you? No, I went to prison for fraud. You went to prison for fraud. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, yeah. How, how was that experience? Um, doing the fraud was the greatest experience, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I, made, I made a lot of money. Yeah. Um, I put all my family on, um, bought my mama a crib. Smart. But um, I didn't really have direction back then. Like, I ain't know when to stop. Didn't know the amount of money that I wanted to reach. Mm. It was just going. You know what I'm saying? I seen mm. other niggas flex, and I just wanted to have it, too. So when I sat down in prison, it made me realize like I was doing this all wrong. Like if I'm going to do something like that, like let's have a goal to reach, let's hit it and move on to something else. But while I was in there, I really was trying to plot to do it again. All right. I caught for two mil. Let me just go for 20. They won't catch me this time. But some had two mil and Friday. Yeah. 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 I I made a little more than that. I made more than that, but that's how much was like documented and they could, but, um, it was a great experience. It taught me a lot of life, a lot about life, a lot about like managing, running the business, being a boss. And I just applied that to this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, wait, so in the frauding schemes, you have to learn how to be a boss. Yeah, because I had to hire people. So I was doing food stamps and I had to um, open up convenience stores. So I had to learn how to LLC, learn how to go build a store, make like everything, you know, by myself. Then I had to hire, like, I had to learn how to hire employees versus family. I had to hire my family first. And they they just bullshit it. You know what mm. I mean? They, oh, this big bro, he he good. Yeah, right. Not thinking like if we really go hard and help bro out, like we really can eat. But these motherfuckers bullshit it. Right. So I fired the whole fam and hired like friends mm. and, and people that was really suited for the position. And when I did that, I, I took off. But um, what happened with in prison? I was supposed to get out a year early, so mm. I was, it was going to be a three year turn into like a year and a half, and. I lost my year. I lost that extra year by playing with pussy and visitation. And then, <laughs> and then my mom passed away. And I was trying to, oh, I was man. asking God, like, yo, why would you do this to me? And I'm saying, one, I got an extra year in prison where I lost a year. And then my mom passed away. So, like, what do you, like, why is this happening? And I just really had to think, like, okay, this, I shouldn't be going out there and trying to do this shit again. Mm. Let me really try to come up with a plan. And that's when I really started, like, focusing on the brand. Oh, and when I got out, bro, I just went straight forward. Yeah. And, I treated it like it was fraud. Like I gave fraud my everything. You know what's so crazy? But I didn't even think fraud took that much like uh, organization. Yeah, yeah. If you, you don't got to hire people, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. I'm just thinking you just tricking niggas to come yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Boom. Some people, some those are scammers. Yeah, I, I, I label those people as scammers because they're not really going big, big. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? The people that's going big. They're a different breed. You know what I'm saying? The people that scam me, they, they coming up on like a lick. They'll swipe a little bit, come up on like right, a couple right, thousand. Right. I was thinking like, all right, if I do this, if I could do, if I can make a dollar off this, all I got to do is build an operation around it. All right, get everybody to do the processes for me. I'll be the brains. Mm. And then we really make some real money. You know what I'm saying? And that's what happened. Yeah. So I was thinking big. I was trying to think like Big Meech. Mm. Like, shit, I could turn this shit into a whole empire. 
But yeah. I was tripping. You yeah. know what I mean? If I would have, if I would have, I got caught at like year two. If I would have got caught at year five, I would have been in like 20, 30 M's. And they would have gave my ass a dub. And so so did, did prison change you? It did. For the, for the better or for the worse? For the better. Yeah. I think that I had to go to prison. And I had to lose my mom. I had to go through all that shit I went mm. through to really be right here. Mm. It really, I really had to go through that. And it made me a better man. Yeah. And I was around a lot of men and I learned from every piece of person that I was around, older, younger. Mm. And it was people in there like you would think that was like they changed their mindset. Then they were gray hairs, 50 years old, talking about, yeah, as soon as I get out, I'm gonna go get a brick. Oh no. I'm like, damn, nigga, it's your third fucking bid. Nigga, at what point do you wanna stop and change your life? And that would make me think like, I can't be one of them. Mm. And there'll be niggas in there telling me, like, yo, listen, you gonna come back. Cause you ain't learned your lesson. You too young. I'm like, bro, I ain't coming back to this motherfucker. Like, bro, I guarantee you, you gonna get out and do the same thing, and you gonna come back. I said, oh, you know what? You'll never see me again. Mm. I will make sure that you would never see me again. And I ain't going back. I'm on probation. I took off probation last month. Man, congrats, bro. Yeah. So, so all those prison stories are real. All the, yeah, the yeah. weird shit. You, no, 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 no. Not the gay shit. I gay didn't, shit not real. No, I didn't see no gay shit. I didn't. I seen. Some weird shit, like a guy that acted like a girl and presented himself like a bitch, like colored lipstick, ponytail, and motherfuckers would be really attracted to that. Niggas, That's wild. I never seen this in my life. I never seen grown men that you thought was like real thorough masculine men thirsting over gay guys. And that shit fucked me up. I was like, hell no. And then I would see... People that I seen doing that, I would see them in visitation with their girl. That's wild. Kissing and all type of shit. And I'd be like, this shit crazy than a motherfucker. That's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, I, don't, I never, I, I don't think I'm, I'm cut out for the jail. Nah, I'm not cut out for it, bro. <laughs> that ain't for me, yeah, man. Yeah, I'm gonna learn my lesson no. in a different way, bro. I, I, yeah. I don't wanna be, I don't wanna be in a space where it's all naked, bro. Like, I remember football, bro, doing two days. Yeah. And it was two weeks. And it was just niggas constantly. And I used to be like, bro. And they got so bad, the fat little trainers they used to give us water, they start looking good. <laughs> <laughs> so I think, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm like, bro, I, I get it. You know what I'm saying? Shit get weird, but yeah, I'm not, I'm not cut out for that, bro. I don't want to be in a situation where it's all niggas. I need to see women, bro. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And there was some women down there, but bro, I was in Mississippi, right? Listen, I don't think it was one attractive woman down there, bro. All of them were like a, a woman that you would think that would be in Mississippi, in the in the deep parts of Mississippi, eating all type of pork and goddamn uh, bullshit, fried chicken every day. That's what I was seeing every day, bro. And they hated me because I looked straight ahead. I ain't looked to the left at him. I looked to the right. They was like, I hate that nigga right there. He just think he the shit. But no, it wasn't nothing attractive to look at. Wait, wait. So, bro, you didn't get no ass for two years? I ain't get no ass for two years, yeah. That's yeah. It was niggas in there fucking them guards. I couldn't do it. I couldn't. Oh do yeah, it. that's what I hear. Like you, you just you can not not everybody. Like it's a dorm. Let's say it's a dorm of like hundred and fifty people. Only it's and it's like three shifts. So if it's only two women throughout the day, it's only two niggas that's gonna get the opportunity to fuck. So every nigga trying, yeah. and then niggas gonna get in the fights. Like that's my bitch. Like they're getting that type of situation with the guards. The but, guard did they look good? Big fat sloppy. Big fat sloppy. Mm. Big fat sloppy. Mm. Like. Big best. They didn't never have one that was decent. Decent, yes. But <laughs> I couldn't do it. Like, I got two years. It's a nigga that got 15 right. trying to get a bro. I ain't gonna win that, bro. That nigga hungry, man. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah, go ahead, bro. You ain't had no pussy yeah, in a long time. Yeah. You probably gonna get no. I'm about to leave. Go ahead, right. bro. So I just stayed focused, bro. Yeah. <laughs> on the on the journey. But one thing about prison though, like, that shit was like gladiator school. Like you walk outside to the to the yard. Everybody out there just burpee time, pull up, mm. like, and then make you want to, oh, hell no, nah, bro. You got me fucked up. Right. Everybody eight packed up. Everybody chiseled up. Yeah. Nah, nigga, I'm going to do the same shit. So any, so somebody try to punch, like, so you got to fight. No. You don't? I ain't going to say you don't. You don't have to fight. Depends on, like, what type of crime you did. And that depends on where they put you at. So fraud, like, you really in a low security prison. Ah, okay. So like I got we got uh, weed, we got cell phones. Nobody wants to cause issues because 
they'll shut it down and, and shake our shit and grab all the cell phones. Oh, so gosh. let's keep the peace. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like if it gotta be a fight, put that go in the bathroom with it. So it wasn't it wasn't like that. Oh smooth. Know, okay, okay. That shit okay. was bro, that shit was like camp. That shit was easy, bro. Really? E easy time. Easy. I had my feet up the whole time. I had money. I went in there with money. I had a cell phone. I had weed. And had books. Oh, so it's really just you and time out. Time out. Oh. And it's like, it, it depends on what you want to do with this time. Right. You know what I mean? You want to work out? You want to read? You know what I mean? Or do you want to bullshit, take drugs, and yeah. waste that time? time right, you know right. Damn, that's you know? interesting, man. I thought it was just all like, because I'm fascinated with all those prison shows. yeah. I'm thinking niggas are stabbed. Now they is now. Right. I had a homie that went in there for aggravated assault and like he would call me with his stories and be like, bro, I seen a nigga stabbed and that blood was just gushing That's everywhere. That's crazy. Like he, he told me this so many times. I was scared for him. Like I would think like one of these days he's not going to call me because it was that, it was going down. It was a level five prison. It was state mm -hmm. prison. I was in federal prison. So uh, two different energies. But he would tell me these stories like, bro, we was in prison. You seen that type of shit? He was in like level three, level four. He was in level five? Jackson. They stabbing shit. Even in Atlanta right now. Not even Damn. prison. Right Street? Yeah. Man, them little niggas is in there stabbing shit. They don't give a fuck about nothing. All them finna do life. So they stabbing shit, bro. Jackson. Death row, see? Bro, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What level you say you was on? Man, I might, I might have been at one. Level one? Yeah. yeah. So like, level five is obviously the, the yeah. maximum. Yeah. Oh yeah, bro. I don't wish that. I don't know. I might have been at half a level, nigga. That shit. <laughs> that shit. Where you nothing. making it sound, nigga? That shit won nothing, bro. Oh man, that's interesting. <laughs> How long have you been? No, I gotta be out. That's perfect. That's perfect. That's yeah. So, man. Uh, oh wait, what's next for you though? Like after this fitness stuff and you making all this money from brand deals and stuff, like what's next? You see yourself on TV? Yeah, and what's shit? next, man? I'm I definitely see. I want to act, bro. Especially being on the Fast and Furious movie mm -hmm. sets and seeing the big homie Ludacris do it. You facts, know what facts, I'm saying? Facts. I'm like, you know, I could definitely see myself being on screen. That was never a goal before, though. You know, you, as a kid, you always want to be a movie star. Yeah, yeah. But now I'm like close enough to it where it's just like, bro, this is this possible. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So now I feel like I could take the right steps to, you know, hopefully right. get a role. And, but ultimately, man, I, I want to be a businessman, man. I want to have my, my hand in different things, you know, real estate, just a lot of different things to where mm -hmm. I'm just making money. I don't have to be on screen, but, you know, mm -hmm. if, if I get the opportunity, it's definitely something I would love to do. That's my goal, too, bro. I'm, I'm going to make a big screen. I'm trying yeah, to Yeah, I think act. you'd be a good actor, bro. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm actually about to just start producing my own shit. I ain't trying to wait for nobody. I ain't trying to do no casting call. Or I'm going to just do my own shit. That's smooth. And then That's shit. how you create. That's how you yeah. make shit happen. Yeah, you got a platform. Fuck it. You just yeah, do my own shit. bro. If you got to, you know, just give me a roll, man. Say nigga, less, bro. Hey. Nigga with his shirt off. Like, you know. <laughs> I'm trying to do some real sexy, bro. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I got I'm you, bro. Do, yeah. Oh, hey, I got a favor, man. And, man, I hope you say yes. Are you busy Sunday morning? I got a, I got a, I got a men's program that we doing uh, a fitness like uh, mastermind type shit at, at Fit. No, Rich and Fit. Rich and Fit. Could oh, you, yeah, could you come? Folks. It's my folks. Eight in the morning. Eight in the morning. Uh, so I might be going to LA, but if not, I'll be there. Rich and they, they my folks are Rich and okay. Fit, man. Shout out to Timmy and if all it, those crazy motherfuckers. Them niggas crazy as fuck, bro. Listen, energy at six energy, in the morning. Like, bro. bro. Did y'all go to sleep, my nigga? Like, what the fuck <laughs> is this shit? Yeah. Them niggas wild, like, bro. Fuck, man. I yeah. love that shit, though. I love Every time I, I include in my content, we go viral. Yeah, yeah for The sure. world is just like, what the fuck is wrong with What's these wrong niggas, with these niggas? Like, they lit. And not just in the gym. They come to events, and they and take their shirt off. And just be yelling. Dancing, doing backflips. They gonna get everybody to do a push-up uh, competition. Come on, let's see who can do the most push-ups. Like, nigga, yeah, bro, right. we're about to learn fucking financial literacy here, bro. <laughs> I fuck with them niggas, though. Like, they're yeah, on a different yeah, level, but right. that's their brand. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Like, I love that energy. shit. Yeah. I love it. High energy. Yeah, so now, nah, if, if, if I'm in town, most definitely. All right. my folks. I even pay you. Oh, I'm there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, let's do it. I bet, man. But this is a really good conversation, bro. Really dope, man. Um, I've been watching you for like two years, bro. Um, I think I caught you around the 200 mark. And I just follow you just to just for motivation. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Just to remind myself, all right, bro, I need to be in the gym. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's the only reason I, I look at your page. Like, bro, he ripped up. If he could do it, I could do it. Facts. That's, that. and that's all I'm... 
Yeah. That's the energy that I'm trying to give off, bro. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I just want to motivate, inspire, mm-hmm. and just show people like, yo, if I could do it, you could do it. And, okay. and, and also lead by example. Lead by example. Yeah. What's some advice for people that want to be in your position, that want to get into the training field or that's already training? What's some mm-hmm. advice that you would give them? Uh, stay consistent. You know what I'm saying? Um, try to give value, like I said before. Stay consistent, give value, and, and you know, lead by example. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, don't just tell people what to do. Let them see you do it. Let them see right? you doing it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. it can inspire them to, to do it. That's with everything, too. Mm-hmm. That was it. Yeah. All right. Thank you for coming to the Rich and Unemployed Podcast, bro. This was dope. Um, you're the first person I had on here that was fitness-based. Man. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad to be here, bro. That's dope. So this thanks for having me. Hopefully, Ludacris see this and you want to come on this motherfucker, Kevin Hart. You yeah, know what I'm saying? All y'all niggas over there. Van Diesel, you know what I mean? Yeah. Put me in the Fast and Furious movie. You know what I mean? Come on. What up? Maybe yeah. I see fit. It's you know real mean? money, too, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This nigga really hey. paid for that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right. Till next time, bro. Man, Appreciate you, bro. you, bro. Yes, sir.